Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Just me at the top of the show to say a few things about some shows I have coming up. So these are just two shows at the Belfry. August 7, I'm doing Good Intentions with my friend Tommy Dasselow. And great lineup. So it's Kirsty Wiebeck, who's been on the show before. Durok Jaya Singer, Tim Hewitt, Jordan Barr. Great, 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 great. Go to joshua.com.au to get tickets for that. So it's a Sunday afternoon show. Starts at 3. You'll be out by 5. Me and Tommy doing new material. The other guests, they might do some old. They might do some new. Who knows? All I do know, it's going to be good. And then on August 21 at the Belfry, also Sunday, I'm doing Don't You Know Who I Am? A new home. It's going to be fun. So always great guests come along. It's always crazy. If you want to, if you're not in Melbourne and you still want to hear the podcast, don't you know who I am? Join the Patreon. Go to Patreon.com/dykwia. That's Patreon.com/dykwia. That's where I put those up as long as as well as top fives. And you know what? It just helps me continue doing this podcast that I love doing so much. Enough from me. Enjoy this episode. With my good buddy Ben Lomas, I'll be back after this music. Hello and welcome to 100% Hits Volume Pod, the podcast that looks at the greatest compilation this country's ever produced. (laughs) My name is Josh (laughs) Earl and each week I sit down with a buddy and we discuss the songs off an album. And today, for the first time ever... First time. Face to face doing this podcast. Normally I do it on Zoom, but it's my f- it's my good friend. It's Ben Lomas, everyone. Yay! Yay! yay. You know, we, I mean, Josh wanted to do this over Zoom, but I, I pushed it for a in person. <laughs> well, you're in my house. I, I know was, it is. It's very exciting. I have dropped you off in front of your house, but I've never been in. N- not not many people have been to the house. And can I just say, what, you know what this house needs? What's it? More needs? instruments. More <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in a room. There's three guitars in here. My wife is also a music teacher. Oh. It's amazing. Uh, what have we got else? We've got an ocarina. I think I saw a djembe room. that was a coffee table. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a djembe. There's a couple of djembes. Uh, and there's some weights. There's a lot of weights. Yeah. He's not playing music. He's pumping on. I'm people. pretty buff. I'm pretty buff. I might have to start doing shows with like <laughs> the sleeves off. <laughs> you laugh, but it will happen. No, it won't. It will. It will, no. It will. No. I'll organise it. <laughs> no. I, I, look, I freak out if I wear a hat on stage. Yeah, I'm people like, want to see the guns. People like staring at attractive, muscly men. Trust me, I work on best on ground. <laughs> Nathan Barkley wears the tighter shirts. Anyway, yeah. this isn't very music. But he's a footballer. That's he, that's expected. It's true, but at fifty, I've never seen someone so ripped. He's very. It's he's, disturbing. He's very buff. Hey, what we're doing today? We're talking about Volume Six, volume Side six. B. So this Oof. came out in '93. How old are you, Ben? I was thirteen, so just cracked in year seven. Perfect timing. For perfect this kind timing. Of compilation. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, are you most of the songs? There were a couple where I thought I didn't know them. Yep. And then I was like. There's the chorus. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. So last week we discussed uh, side A. What was on side A? We had a few good songs on side A. So there was um, started off with an absolute banger in uh, Utah Saints, something good. Yes. yes yeah. Yep. We had Jimmy Nail. What's Jimmy Nail? Ain't no doubt. She's lying. Oh, that doesn't ring really bell. Oh, 
We had uh, Arrested Development, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the big one, Baby Got Back. Arrested Development, though. Oh, Baby Got Back, yeah. But Arrested Development, I saw that live. Yep. I saw that live. It was so good. And then you just wait through the whole... It's like only like a 300-seater. And then I was just like, just play the song. (laughs) Just play the song. (laughs) Well, what we're going to do today, we're going to go through these songs. Now, I've chosen you for one reason. Oh, really? The first one? The first one, yeah. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to kick off Side B. Now, this song is by Brian May from a little band called Queen. This is his song, Too Much Love Will Kill You. Oh, you can? Because yeah. I'm just waiting for Freddie. <laughs> Where's Freddie Mercury? Oh, I've got some bad news. <laughs> I had to break it to you. Too much love will kill you. He can sing. Now, this is the thing. He can sing. But I have a feeling with this song. I kind of remember this song. But it's like, it, it, I feel like this, it's leading up to a big crescendo, which I feel like he only hits right at the end. Yeah, which we won't get to. Disturbing line. Too much love will kill you. With this thing, I did some research because he first played it at the uh, concert after Freddie's death. That was the first time I had a public airing. So Brian did he May, sing that song? He sung this song, oh. but he wrote it before <laughs> Freddie had died. He actually wrote it about his uh, marriage breakdown. Oh wow! But here's the thing, which I find a little bit weird. So, so Fre- was it too much love, or the fact that he was on tour? Yeah, you know, nine months of the year. <laughs> well, so he he wrote it. Uh, he had plans to sing it. It didn't fit with the album because he wrote it, and they had this album where they were like, "No, no, we're we're, all, we're a band. We're going to come in together, and we're just going to everyone's going to be the songwriters. We're all going to work together. So any, yeah. any solo stuff, leave that for another time. Uh, we'll get to it. Which yeah. is uh, the way you two have kind of gone about their business, which is why they're still a band. Yeah, still a band because there's not every, it just splits four ways. Yeah, you don't have someone in the band who's a millionaire and someone who's going, "Hey, when are we going to yeah, tour yeah. again? I'd love to get." <laughs> why some do money. I only get twenty percent of the door? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so. So, Brian, but there is a version of Freddie Mercury singing this song. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You can listen to that. It's it's okay. It's is that like uh, is like up there when he when he remember they released that song after he died? This yeah. could be heaven. Yeah, that was so creepy. Well, this is. I also feel the fact that he released this first after Freddie. People like you and I both listen to that going, oh, that's a. You know, it's kind of a weird thing to do it after really you, is. your bandmate died of AIDS, which was essentially yeah. transmitted. That's how he got it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. But at the time, he's like, no, like, you know, you lost in the whole grief. And, yep. you know, like, because it's so funny. I grew up with Queen. So I I loved, like, I loved everything about it. Yeah. So you, Brian, but I didn't know Brian May could even sing. Well, that's the thing. I, I, 
it is really shocking that he's got such a good voice. I mean, he doesn't have Freddie Mercury's voice. It's shocking. But it is, I think, like, <laughs> the fact that they got other people to come into the band. I'm like, well, surely he goes, oh, well, I know the songs. Do you want me to just be the singer? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then, like, who's left in the band again? It's it's him? Uh, the other guys. The Who other knows? Guys. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not a Queen fan. I, I'll put that out there. I, 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 I've, I'm definitely a Queen fan. And, uh, and of course, I will uh, segue to... I've met Brian May. Yep. So, I, I've met the great man. Um, I met him at Firefight Festival. And uh, they were the big uh, penultimate act. Is that how you say it? Penultimate. penultimate. So, second last. Second last. Uh, because Who's after, headlining? Headlining? Oh, come on. How could you not know? Who beats Queen? John Farnham and Olivia say, John. <laughs> <laughs> so they went on it before. But the thing about it is security was really tight. So security was really tight. Yeah. And so um, they said, uh, they because we were the stage that they were using at ANZ Stadium was the one where Queen was doing their performances. Yep. So then they were like, hey, with all the bushfires, can we use your stage? And Queen's like, yeah, totally, right? So then eventually when they came on, uh, everyone who, because I was doing warm up and I was, uh, I was, I was the MC on on the ground, yep. and I was you know, talking to people in the crowd and all that kind of jazz. And then they're like, only, only, um, only people the Queen production are allowed to be there. Only Queen production and only people with the blue band, right? And I was like, oh, that sucks. And then someone comes over and goes, well, hang on, can you get backstage? And then I realised I was wearing my Beyond Blue, blue band. And so at one stage I was there, I was just part of production. Right. And then they walked in. Brian May was there. I shook his hand. And I said, I oh, have a great show. And at that moment, I regret not getting a selfie. Yeah. But he was about to perform in front of 70,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because this is the other thing about uh, Queen. So this song, the only country it went number one? Yugoslavia. The Netherlands. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Absolutely not surprised. No. No. Like we really, our number ones are horrific. So for the listener, Ben is part Dutch. I'm part Dutch. And, I, and to be honest, like it took me quite some time. But I love bad dance music and I never really embraced it. I thought I was too cool for school yeah. and I didn't listen to it. And then maybe in the last five years, if anything with a beat and an electronic pan flute, I am buzzing. Mate, welcome to this podcast. I've got a band <laughs> called Euphoria. You're going to love them. You're absolutely going to love them. So uh, this is what I didn't know about Brian May before I did this. So he wrote, these are the list of songs he wrote. So he wrote this song. He also wrote We Will Rock You. Yes. Like he wrote, he wrote that because he wanted the audience to get involved. That's his whole thing. He goes, and he, apparently he woke up, and it was just in his head when he woke up. That's beat. disturbing. If that is true, that is amazing. Yeah, uh, I want it all. That's one of his oh, ones. I love that. Fat bottom girls. Oh, what? Yeah, flash. Flash La. again. So weird. Yeah, uh, Hammer to Fall, Save Me, Who Wants to Live Forever, and The Show Must Go On. Do you know what? they're all they're all big hits. They're all big hits, and they're all let's get it, let's get in the mood. They're yeah. all the big rockers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he also, this is my last fact about him. He has a PhD. He's a doctor. He's a PhD in astrophysics. That we use it. Yeah. And he, had, one of those, those... he has an asteroid named after him as well. Really? Yeah. I mean, is there anything he can't do? So, well, get a haircut, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Wow. Okay, Brian May. Okay, he's still kicking on. Yeah, like, he's still going. I'm surprised he tours as much as he does. I mean, the, I have to admit, even though I never saw Freddie live, when they did the performance of I Fight, it was amazing. Yeah. They had him on the big screen. They did the call out. You yeah. Know, yeah. And you know, everyone yeah. got involved. So, you know, it was pretty good. Because you think at his age, you go, look, I can just cash in on this uh, We Will Rock You musical that is absolute dog shit, but still makes money everywhere it goes. It makes so much money. But then again, this is what I don't understand. Surely you then do it for the music because yeah. he's already got enough money. Yeah. Yeah. He does. All right. <laughs> he's loaded. Someone who might not have enough money. This is a man... 
called Jude Cole, and this is his hit, Start, Start the, the Car. car. <laughs> Come on! Yes! Just two dads in my office just oh, listening to it. Just hearing Start go. the Car. It, to be honest, as soon as it kicked in, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I absolutely liked it. You're like, oh, we're ready. It's like I'm a, I'm a pub in the country. Oh! Tired of the pace. You're not even in the car yet, mate. Just wanna grab you, baby, and get out of this place. Oh, come on. Here we go. And just old school. Trump kicks in. I got no chance of making it. I'm gonna get to the chorus. I think the chorus. The chorus is amazing. It's very good. Very, very good. It's very good. Well, this is the departure of sound. Before this, he was kind of more, more near 80s pop kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's just gone, oh, Tom Cock from Life of the Highway. I can do that. Yeah. This is it. Great. Right, That's it's what you so good. You like it? That's good. I, I like it just because it's a it's it's a belter and it's just catchy. Yeah. It, do you reckon it's so funny because like I heard that and I went, you know what? Nickelback heard that and just did the same thing. Well, he's the, so he is now a manager and co-songwriter for a band called Lifehouse. Who Lighthouse? Lifehouse. Lifehouse. Not not the Lighthouse family, which I thought. I thought, oh, that's I know. Those I love guys. that song. No, this is a band called Lifehouse, which you might know. They've got a. a Song they sing at church. <laughs> well, there is a bit of Christian vibe. It'd have to be Lifehouse. I didn't look too much into it, but they very much, you know, the song Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, yeah. Um, how does it go again? I'll give up forever. Yeah, yep. Touch you. That they've heard that and went. That is what we're going to do, and all their songs are very oh, similar to that kind of like. It's kind of in that like train was in that kind of yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. So he that's what he's doing now. Also. He's still doing albums. He's got six albums. His last one came out in 2021. So this was off his third album. So what was, was his first album called? I think it was just called Jude Cole. But this one's this album's called Start the Car. So that song's the, the, yeah, of course. Which, which, to be honest, I don't see enough of. Remember the days where you're like, your hit song is yeah. the name of your album. Yeah. That's how it works. My thing I don't like is when a band releases like their fourth album and just calls it after the band. I'm like, nah, yeah, 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 you're, yeah, yeah. you're already too far in. But but with this one, it was so funny. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, oh, this is this is a good start the night kind yeah. of, look, you know, like the the uh, Black Eyed Peas. I would say if I was doing the track listing for the side B again, this should start exactly should start the side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, start the, the car, start the side. Yeah, it's all, it's all then someone too much love can kill you. No, yeah. <laughs> but this one, uh, he also has a uh, business partnership with a little man called Keitha Sullivan. Sutherland. Oh, really? Yeah. They're 20 bi- missed to 24 hours? Yeah, they're, they're business partners. In Something to do car related or? I don't know what, what their business is. I think producing like music TV or stuff. shows and music and stuff like that. But Keith Sutherland released an album as well and had Start the Car on, he had it on the album. When I was looking him up though, the other connection, did you find the other connection? You say it. I think I've got it here as well. The, uh, that he's married yeah. to Michelle Pfeiffer's sister. Yeah, younger sister. <laughs> Laurie. I love that. And like, yeah. and you know what's really bad? It just shows uh, that I'm old. As, as soon as I said younger sister, I was like, I assume older. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just not true. No. But that's what I, like, I was like, because I think about, you know, I think about Michelle Pfeiffer. I think of, um, what's the movie? 
Catwoman, or as she played Catwoman, Catwoman, or, I remember or, Catwoman. or Dangerous Minds when she's the teacher in the school. Oh, yeah, that is that is not aged well. Where she goes, hey, I'm going to teach you. You like rap? He's the best rapper. Uh, a guy called William Shakespeare. <laughs> um, no, the one as a teenage boy, everyone watched. Which one? Oh, I can't remember it. Where she she crosses her legs. Oh no, that's that's Basic Instinct. That's Sharon Stone. Oh, that's Sharon Stone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whole hot, whole hot <laughs> blonde women look the same. <laughs> uh, thirteen thirty-seven, just for edits, just for edits. Yeah, right. good idea. All right, this is we're moving on now. This uh, song, I've got a story off the back of this one, but this is from a little movie called White Men Can't Jump. Oh. This is the song White Men Can't Jump by a band called Riff. It's so good. So good. Yeah. And, did, and, and as soon as I heard it, I pictured the film clip. Oh, well, the film clip starts with the jump. Yeah. And he, Woody Harrison going, What? You want me to play basketball? basketball. So Even good. though he's sitting there on the basketball court in basketball shoes with a ball on his hands. Like, <laughs> Oh, you've never heard of the sport basketball, Woody? <laughs> you never. And then the film clip. I remember it was just a lot of passing, but no shooting. Oh, yeah. A just lot. a lot of around the back, around the back. And then they're also in the snow. Yeah. Like, you know, that time you want to play basketball in the middle of winter? <laughs> like. That was one of my favourite movies. Well, that I... I loved the movie as well as a kid. I loved it. I was about 12 when it came out. Yeah. Probably 13 when it actually hit the video store where I could actually... And that's when it. I got it. Yeah. My mum was like, oh, it's too much swearing. My dad was like, it's fine. Like, he'd hear worse at your mum's house. My grandmother used to swear a lot. Uh, used to call us the F word if we beat her in board games. Yeah, wow. Not as in the, the slur F word that I won't say, not fuck, the yeah. other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. In a loving way, if, that, love, if, yes. if that makes sense. God, so so I remember the movie being, okay, they're, they're hustlers, and that's the thing. I forgot the whole Rosie Perez uh, the, the On Jeopardy. the Jeopardy? Yeah. Really? It's so funny you say that, because in the movie, I was watching, I think, with my dad, and I, when he was going for the whole court shot, yeah. I went, oh my God, he's risking too much. He'll never get it. And my that's when my dad went... It, there's a lot more of the movie to go. Of course he's going to get it. And yeah. that's what I was like, oh, yeah, it's not, it's his movie. Like, yeah. I understand that there's a plot, of course. Yeah, for those who have not seen it, so Woody Harrison and Wesley who Snipes. Who seen it? Oh, I reckon there'd be some people listening to this who have not seen White Man Can't God, Jump. it's brilliant. Has it aged well? I, I reckon it was would have aged okay. Yeah, okay. I mean... Oh, that's all that we love that. Like, isn't that what this whole podcast is? You then look at the film and go, oh, has it aged yeah, well? Yeah, that's a, lot of, a lot of it is, has this aged okay? <laughs> Some of it's aged uh, better. You'd yeah, be surprised wow. what's aged better than what hasn't. But I, um, yeah, so I was looking into it. And so it's so, it's it's almost like if the night, like Uncut Gems. Have you seen the Adam Sandler Uncut Gems? No, yeah, I did, but I got halfway through and got bored. Oh, I, I, look, I loved it, but it's also very tense. It's about a... a yeah, a, in the jeweler. Yeah, an yeah. obsessive gambler who just can't say no. This seems like that, but... In a 90s version of it. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, three yeah. plot points where he has a chance. He's out. He can pay off the, the debt. There's always a, like a, a mafia connection. He's got to pay off some hitmen. Yeah, well, yeah, not yeah. hitmen, but like some mobsters. And so he has the money to pay it off, but then he just gets sucked back in. 
and there's another bear, yeah, yeah, another, yeah. another bear, and that and so I remember the movie finishing and. Unlike most Hollywood stories, it's not a happy ending where they spoiler alert. That's right. They don't like she leaves him. She's like, no, if you yeah. if you do this, I'm leaving. And then he wins the game, and then he goes back, and she's not there. And that's it. And then he, or he goes back to the court and hangs out with Wesley Snipes, and they're both there, kind of laughing. But the other thing is, so the whole th- plot of the movie is I that, forgot about that that Woody Harrelson can't dunk, and he says, no, I can dunk. And then the final to win the big game. That's right. An alley oop. He dunks it, and if you look at it, that <laughs> ring is eight foot at, at most. It is so low. <laughs> like, it's yeah, so totally. funny. Yeah. And so that's the thing. But here's my story with it. Now, if you've seen my show, uh, and also just just for a lot of like, because we played basketball at that time. Yeah. I just remember when the movie coming out and playing basketball. There, there was a lot. Of just young kids trying to talk like Wesley Snipes. I know. Like the worst trash talk you've ever heard. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember blocking someone and saying, "Take your shoes off if you're going to come into my house." <laughs> but you, you're so out of breath, you, you can't get it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, the ball's up the other end. Like, and yeah. the block that you think is big is not big. No, it's just a block. Oh, <laughs> so I'm playing basketball on Monday nights uh, now, and because I'm always the shortest man on the court. Absolutely, your point guard. The amount of like, if I fake it all, everyone goes up. It's the easiest thing. Everyone uh, wants to block me. So it's funny. so funny. Every, like it's like, I don't know why. It's some masculine thing. Like, how cool is blocking someone's shot? And I have to admit, when I played, I loved it. Yeah. Like I can like I can replay my favorite block, which is a fast break come out, and not your block up high, the one that comes across the top, oh. the the horizontal block. Oh god, I can relive so, all. So here's my story with this. So uh, so this. My neighbour had this compilation. We also had this compilation. And at his birthday party, for his 14th birthday party, he had it on CD and I started dancing to this song in his rumpus room. The other boys at the party did not like it. So if you've heard me do it in my show... It's great. I Look, I'll, I'll do the Nanette version. So the, yeah. the, the show version is they dack me... I don't show, show my penis, like yep. my boxer shorts on, and I call out for the parents, okay? So that's that's how I ended. But what really happened was they did strip me and then they picked me up and carried me up the stairs to where the adults were all having cups of tea and threw me out and then shut the door so I was actually naked in their parents' like living room and they wouldn't let me back downstairs to get my clothes. But when I that told it, brutal. when I told it the first time, everyone was just like, "Oh, that's too sad." That's, it's pretty brutal. That's too sad. Oh my god, I didn't know this. Yeah, and so that is when I hear this song, I'm like, "Oh fuck that!" And I, I should say, how many of them picked you up? There, I can I remember the three guys. I'm not going to say full names. names. Um, full names. <laughs> um, but. I should say, I've mentioned Danny's name before. It, it wasn't Danny. He was not one of the guys who um, was carrying me up there. He was just organising it. It was, the, it was, it was the better show. Yeah. And so, that's this song is like, oh, brutal. That, brutal. Is, that is absolutely brutal. Then what yeah. did the parents do then? Uh, they were very uh, embarrassed for me, but also like, oh, shocked. And then, um, yeah. It was, a, it was the time where boys will be boys, Ben. Jesus. Yeah. That is so brutal. Yeah. Wasn't a great time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Moving on. All right. What is it? Oh, yes. John Cicada's Just Another Day. I had no idea. As soon as it came on, I'm like, 
what is this? No. Then. Then you're like, oh, hang on. And then, but then I lost it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, no. And then for ages, I'm like, what? It sounds familiar. It's the chorus that really sells this song. It, exactly. Because yeah. then you remember singing it. Yeah. But like, I never remembered any of the lyrics leading up to it. Not even the intro. Well, in in the show I did when I talk, I had a bit where I played the song as well, but I had to play the chorus in that because no one would know no, exactly. what song I was talking about. So we just, let's just go to the chorus now. Because it takes a while to get to the chorus. Yeah, and then you think it's going to happen then? Yeah. And then again you go, no, where is it? It does have an amazing voice. Yeah. So how many minutes? Here? This is a minute twenty-one in a five and a half minute song. They love a, a, a five and a half minute song in the nineties. Here we go. John Cicada. So Cuban born, Florida raised. He uh, got his big break when he um, showed his stuff to Amelia Estefan, who oh, is amazing. Gloria Estefan's husband and also a uh, member of the Miami Sound Machine. Oh, I don't know what that is. Gloria Estefan's backing band. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's coming out touring soon, I think. Is she? I think so, yeah. Well, she's in this film clip. She, she sings backing vocals on the song and she's in the film clip at the very end, almost in a kind of like um, a Samuel L. Jackson at the end of any <laughs> Avengers film. <laughs> Just comes out <laughs> the end. <laughs> the Nick Fury. <laughs> of, oh, that's really funny. Of Cuban pop. But he... Um, it's a so new contract. He's got to make an appearance. This song uh, got to number 12 in Australia. So it did all right. It did okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. It, but it was a. It was yeah. People were singing that. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those songs where you listen to it in the morning and you're singing along to it. It's also the classic '90s film clip of black and white on the beach. Yes. And then cut to in the rain. Yes. Which we're coming up to another song, yeah. which is exactly that. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Moving on. John Cicada, what do you think? Do you like it? I didn't mind him, but it's also that same thing where it's like, he was one of the first, well, not first, but like, you know, when Cubans started making a real hit. Yeah. But otherwise, it was like, I didn't know he was Cuban until I started digging a bit deeper. Is that kind of Latin flavour? John, yeah. John Cicada walked so Shakira and Ricky Martin could run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, here's a song. Yeah, amazing. Now, this song could be I my... I put it on a play. As soon as I heard it again, I was like, why is this not on my playlist? Could be one of my favourite songs on... on this whole CD. Oh, I reckon it's my favourite. This is Wendy Matthews with her version of The Day You Went Away. Oh, I really? I thought it was just hers. This is a cover. No. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know when you found out that Torn was a cover? This is also a cover. Oh, it, it, it's such an amazing intro. Yeah, it's good. Great like, intro. And I'll, I'm going to talk about the outro too. It's And it's so funny because... I've heard it at a funeral. Who hasn't? Yeah. It was the, it was the funeral music before Green Day came along. And crisp. A, such a crisp voice. She's an amazing vocalist. I 
It's like when she sings, you feel like there's mist in the air. Yeah. I never cried. I just watched my life go by. This is my favorite part of it. This is just, this is, this is what I play. This is what I'm going to play when I quit comedy. (laughs) Your last show. You do a whole thing about, this is my final, I'm not doing comedy anymore. Uh, And this is just all the things that... How comedy wronged me, and then you just end with this song. You take off. You know how Lena Woodley finished, and uh, Woodley took his little hat off and put yeah, it on. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You're gonna do something like that. <laughs> you're gonna. Well, you know what's even worse. One cameraman said to me, "Hey, at least you made the memorial of the Lokis. You've been in television long enough." <laughs> Here's my thing. I someone when the, the mem- in the morning come up, I'm like, I host a show. I don't reckon I'll make it though. I don't reckon they're going to go like well, 1981 to 2085, Josh L. I'm really trying to agree. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, but then he, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, hey, you worked television long enough? You know enough EPs? I was like, is that what gets you on the memorial? It's amazing when they always forget something. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, that should have been there. They should have been on But there. also, you got to remember, the person putting it together is some intern oh. who's only worked with that production company for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I mentioned this is a cover of The Soul Family Sensation. They wrote the song. They recorded only a I year, cannot only believe a year that. before she recorded it. So it wasn't even a big hit for them. Oh, my God. It was just a song that they went, this is a good song. Do you want to have it? So uh, she got her start in music. She, she was working in L.A. She's from Canada. Yeah. Working in L.A. Glenn Shorrock from uh, Little River Band. Yes. Was recording there. One of had, my dad's favourite bands. Had her doing backing vocals and went, you're amazing. Come out, join my band when I tour Australia. You can be backing vocalist out there. She loved Australia, settled in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. Joined the models. Her and uh, Sean uh, Kelly were dating for about 11 years. Um, joined the models, joined the Rockmelons for a bit. Wow. She was backing vocalist. She was a gun for hire. Because for some reason much. I thought she was Australian. Well, she she kind of is. Like yeah. she, she is an Australian citizen Does she now. still live here? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I think so. But... um. Get her on the pod. <laughs> I should get. Oh, maybe. So I'm trying to get Kylie Minogue on the pod. Maybe I'll end with, maybe the last episode, get Wendy Matthews that would to come be out amazing. and play this song instead. I reckon I can get you, Danny. Danny, that's what Nath Valvo reckons as well. Yeah. But uh, so this is my story with this song. So in 1996. So it came out in 1996. No, it came out in 92, yeah, 93, okay. uh, 96. I was dating a young girl called oh. Karen, oh. and. At the start of 97, she was moving to Melbourne, moving to the Big Smoke, to go and study at Tony Bartuccio School of Dance. And we'd been dating for, um, oh, was it, no, it was 97 going into 98, because we'd been dating year 10 high school. Let it go, mate. Year 11, (laughs) and then for for all of year 12. But this is, she was a year older than me. So when I was in year 11 going into year 12, she moved, okay? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was all like, oh, we'll do long distance. It'll be fine. Being that dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have no idea. Hiding, like pushing down any emotion I had. like yep. whatever. So she was flying out of Wynyard Airport and her parents, she was the only child. So you would have been 17? 16. 16. Her parents were like, uh, how are you getting to the airport, Josh? And I'm like, oh, can I just get a lift with you? Like, yeah, that's fine. And so I went to the airport with her. They were bo- both her parents were going to Melbourne with her. Yeah. And so, and it was very sad and she was very upset and I was kind of doing that, kind of trying to make light of it. And then 
this song played over the fucking speakers. Oh my god! <laughs> at the airport, obviously on purpose. They're obviously trying to make this. And the Winnie Airport, but should I, it's a shed, okay? You, your luggage That's comes amazing. out on the back of a tractor. It's not like it's like <laughs> it's just and one still room. Late. Yeah, it's one room. So you, there's no hiding. It's not like you, yeah. And so I'm there. It is amazing when those songs come at the right time. Ah, oh, so but I'm there. That this is when the waterworks start. I'm I'm crying by this stage, and then her parents get on the flight, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm stuck in Wynyard. I can't get back. <laughs> I don't have a ride home. So, so I call my mum from the payphone and say, oh mum, can you come and get me? I'm in the middle of the It was like, oh mate. And then your mum picked you up, and it was start your car. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, um, I I remember this song quite vividly because it, it's sort of in the same time as they started as in Tracy Chapman. Yeah. So it, it 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 like when I heard that I was like oh like you know music that moves you. Yeah. Um uh, and there was there was two songs because I remember it was that song that came out that moved me Tracy Chapman and um, I'm the one who wants to be with you by um, uh, Mr Big Mr Big yeah we, we've talked about that song on the show that was oh, like, that was, that was another huge one for me yeah. where I was like oh my god yeah. And then I remember the debate of trying to work out the person's gender. That was the first discussion I had, we in, had the, that, that, in the playground. We had that at our school with Hanson. Oh, the cool, wow. The cooler kid in my school came in on Monday morning and said, hey, did you watch Rage on the weekend? Have you seen that new band Hanson? Oh, the lead singer. She's so hot. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. If it was anyone else, we would be like roasting them because it was rhyme. We're like, oh, man, I think that's a guy, actually. I think they're all brothers. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Did you, did you watch the film clip? I, I went and watched the film clip. Of this? Yeah. I think I've seen it before. Is it like just kind of... It's just... Is it, it a playground? No, no, no. It's black and white. Oh, yeah. She's on a piano, so to say. And there's an old guy just reflecting for the whole film clip. It's amazing. And like it's just like everything. and then it's like a young couple, you know, pouring water over each other. Yeah. And then, you know, they disappear. And and I just remember watching it going but then like when I was watching it, the the actress is playing, you know, the 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 in love interest, I was like, it reminded me of an ex. So there I am, just oh. transported back going, Oh, here I am again. <laughs> also, I should say the the greatest song ever to mention a sleeping bag. The final line is... What? Yeah, I'll, I'll play the final, the final bit. So it's all about standing there with some groceries in a sleeping bag. And the aeroplanes With some groceries and a sleeping bag <laughs> Which I don't know why. I just assumed, because this was written by Americans, I assumed sleeping bag was an Australian word. Yeah, Dude, yeah, totally. Yeah, it seems, seems like dumb s- enough that it's an yeah. Australian word. What do you do? It's a bag that you sleep in. I will call it a sleeping bag. Yeah, totally. Like always, that's why I'm like always footpath. That's always my favourite. Yeah. It's a path, you put your feet on it. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, hang on, but there's one other thing I found from her is that she was she was on a celebrity. Did you do you this? She, oh, she, she was on It Takes Two? It Takes Two with <laughs> ex-football player Richard Champion. He, he used to sing, though. He used to sing on the footy show. Oh, that's just like when I saw that, I was like, how did I miss that? So he, it was him and Russell Robertson were the two singing, oh, singing footballers. Oh, I'm working with Russell Robertson right now. Robbo, ask him about his um, cross-country. Oh, brilliant. Ask him about his year 10 cross-country, please. <laughs> ask, will. Him, will. ask him, is it true that you got to, uh, sticky taped to a fence or a tree? So good. 
And if he lies and says it's not true, say, well, I know someone who went to the neighbouring school who said it is true. God. All right. Hey, we're going to take a break now. We're going to take a break. We'll listen to some ads and then we'll come back. Ads. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back. Oh, hello. Hello, we're back. Yeah, that was quick. Now, we're now talking about the my, worst song. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. It is my least. I hate this song so much. I, it took me two guys to listen through the whole thing. Well, I hate this song. Can I say that of the, this band's been on here twice before with some belters? No, this song is better than the other two songs. Who the other two? The worst fucking songs I've ever heard in my they've life. They've got good songs. No, they've got bad songs. But this is the Teen Queens. Love how you love. Oh me. no, I thought it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. No, this, I do hate this song. The. F- Oh, there's nothing good about this song. No. But it is. The good thing is it's not the other two songs that they've already released. Yeah, okay, okay. I didn't even know I never heard of them. Oh, you never heard of the Teen Queens? Never heard of the Teen Queens. Never heard of it. Oh. But arguably the worst film clip I've ever seen. But then also my favourite at the same time. Did your family not watch uh Carol's by Candlelight on <laughs> Christmas Eve? No. Do you know do you know what? European. Oh, so you, on Christmas Eve you're handing out presents and doing. Yeah, we're hanging out. We're doing all that kind of stuff. Putting oranges and you gumboot or something, whatever. Actually, oh, the, the bullshit is the Dutch do. Our guy came on the fifth of September and fucked off. That's some bird guy, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it some... yeah, no, it's Saint Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this is horrific. It sounds awful. She can't sing. Uh, then the film clip, though, if you watch it, which is worth a watch, yeah. is she's in what looks like a stable, but they've set it up as set, and it's a fake tree on fake grass. And at the start, there's a Dalmatian yep. sitting next to the tree, right? And then love it continuity. It just she turns around, and just disappears. And what takes its place is a soldier, like uh-huh. an, a, a navy, a navy, a navy officer. Navy. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, Teen Queens. I've talked a lot about them. So this song, it's only sung. By um, Kelly Crawford, who went on to be in High Five. The other two oh. don't get a look in in this song. In the in the other two songs, it was more of a collaborative. Hey, we're like a it's just her. We're like a '60s Motown girl group kind of thing. We're all kind wow. of wow. I never heard of them. Never heard of them. Well, go back and listen to a couple of episodes. I won't get into it now. All but right. this is the real. So this is more straightforward than the other ones. The other ones, they're all kind of Motown kind of old classics. Yeah, this okay. one originally was uh, by the Paris Sisters in 1961. But it is this thing where they... My whole thing, if you're going to do a cover, like Wendy Matthews, make it your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. do something different to it, or it's just one of those great songs, like Amazing Grace, where you go, well, this is an old standard, I'm just going to play the standard, either and everyone you, loves this song. But is it there too? Either you make it your own and do something different, and yeah. this is from someone who's worked on a lot of singing shows, where you do... That's what they say. Or... You try and beat it. Yeah. You try and beat it and go, you know, I reckon my voice is better than that and I'll do it exactly the same, but I'll do it better. Yeah. There's nothing in between. Yeah. The Whitney Houston, I'll always love you. Yeah, She's exactly. hitting notes that Dolly couldn't hit. Yeah, totally. Making Dolly so much Did money. Did not know that that was a cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Do you know what? So this is the, with that song. So Dolly Parton, Elvis wanted to buy the song off Dolly. And Dolly went, oh, because he wanted to buy all the all the rights, like forever. Wow. Not Elvis, but uh, yeah. Parker. And she went, no, 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 I, I want the songwriting royalties and I'll get that. And they went, oh, we're not interested then. She kept on to it, did nothing for 20 years. Then the bodyguard comes out, bang, huge hit. She's just raking in those songwriting. It was the number one song of the year. Is that like Kate, Kate Bush now? Kate Bush, yeah, exactly. Kate yeah. Bush just fucking raking it in. We're going to talk about Kate Bush next week. I'm very looking forward to that very that much. That is crazy. All right, moving on. Nothing more to say about Love How You Love Me apart from I don't love it. Oh, it's no good. No good. All right. Here's a, here's a band who obviously had some dirt on the makers of 100% Hits because they're on every fucking episode. This is the Swedish White Stripes. It is Roxette with How Do You Do. And I love them, except I, I hate this song. comb your hair oh. and give me that grin. It's making it's me makes spin. Come on, girl. I just hate it so much. Like like, I love Roxette, but this I song, it just, it just grates me. Because, like, you can, I know I you can sing. Yeah. But Baby, what are you doing here? Do what are you doing here? See, my thing with this, with Roxette, is I know Pear writes the songs. But, mate, we're not here for you. No. We're Marie fans. We are Marie stands on this podcast. Because I just was like, oh, this is the song I used to skip over. Yeah. I'm like, don't, just, what are you doing? And then the spoken word, oh, God. But then, look, then, then she comes on here. Yeah. There you go. Song's great now. Don't get it. Open with that. By the yeah. way, I've already, you've already lost. Hello, boys. Like I loved Roxette. Like, yeah, they were huge. You couldn't escape them. No, absolutely. And they were cool. And it was a front female rocker. Yeah. Like I think there was there was well, there wasn't many of them. No. It was at that, especially at that time. It was very It started to build like it started to build. Cock foresty. Alright, <laughs> so this is the lead single from their fourth album, Tourism. Songs from studios, stages, hotel rooms, and other strange places. So, I don't even remember that. Well, exactly. Not many people did. So, Joyride was the huge. huge. I can see the front cover now. Huge, huge, huge. And they went on a two year tour of just everywhere. Yeah. Huge in Australia, huge in South America. Yeah. Like, huge. That's right, huge in South America. And still, whenever you do research on uh, Roxette, if you look in the YouTube comments, a lot of yeah. like lot of people saying come to Brazil or whatever yeah all that kind of stuff no well, not now they know that she's not no longer alive but it was like yeah I saw them in Brazil I saw them in like Peru oh, that's kind of right yeah yeah that only happened recently didn't uh, it? a few years ago yeah with a long 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 illness she had yeah um but so this was written so it with that title you think oh it's a live album there's there's a few live songs on it but it's a weird kind of bridging album where they obviously didn't have time to write it. So they wrote it on the road. Yeah, one of them. It's the only album that only per, 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 I'm going to yeah, say per. per, per. He's, a, he's the only songwriter on it. Marie did not write any songs for it. Yeah. But five weeks after that was out released, she released her own album, a solo album. Oh, which... Just had... in Swedish. Oh. <laughs> Just in Swedish. It's very dark. It's got songs on it called As Long As There Is A Light On The Other Side. 
So she's in a dark place. She's in a dark place. Or she's a big fan of the Northern Lights. Yeah. How would you feel? Like, you're in a band, you're in a, a duo. Yes. You're working, doing this tour, going, all right, we've got to get another album out. Okay, we'll do, I'll write, write in hotel rooms, write in any, like, studio we can get. And then you realise your bandmates doing their own solo stuff. How do you not know? If you're on tour, how do you not know that they're... She's like, she's banging out those Swedish tunes in the shower again. Were they a couple? No. No, no. Yeah, wow. Yeah, totally. You'd be, but also, but also, she, he probably knew, and then just went Swedish. It's not like it's not like it's going to compete. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a big hit for her. No, like it was. It did okay. Small in, market, yeah, like one country. Yeah, in Sweden, um, but not not the big. Or did she think hit. like one of the um, one of the belters was going to be like uh, Luftballon? Was she, oh did she, yeah. Did she think it was going to be something like that? Nina, uh, maybe I don't know. Look. I'm sure there's enough people in Sweden to, you know, if you're going to do a Swedish language song. Uh, It'd be one of those ones that you put it on and be like, we yeah. love we love this. She wrote it but for the, us. But this album came out, it didn't do well. They were up against, of course, grunge coming in. Do, uh, do you remember what albums? Like, what was it? So what year was that? This is 93. Oof. So it's yeah. really it's starting to go. Well, Nirvana's already released with them on in 91. Yeah, the, the Summer's Dream's coming out. Oh, yeah, what an album, Stone Temple Pilots, all that oh, kind of stuff. Pearl Jam, oh. all these, all these bands coming out, and this kind of rock is just not. And that's all I listen to, I reckon. That's that, what, a majority of people. Yeah, that, that was it. So this, though, um, you know, I remember this being played on the radio. Yeah, and I remember switching it. Yeah, because it wasn't any of the others. It wasn't Peppers. It wasn't any of them. Like Simon's Dream, like you know, yeah. the, all those ones. Like, it's it must be brutal though. If you're like, oh, hey, what are we going to do now? At, we're just not well, in vogue anymore. Timing's everything. Yeah. So it's like when you when you go, this is it. And there's so many stories. The one I every time I think about that, not music related, but I always think of puppetry of the penis. Yeah. They were <laughs> about to open on Broadway. Everything they were about to be on. You know, it's, it's gone around Australia. And the day of their opening night on Broadway, September 11th. That's the real tragedy. <laughs> Uh, do you know what I thought you were going to say? What? The vagina monologues were open next door. <laughs> <laughs> people, people had a choice. What do I see? Uh, oh, oh. I can't see those guys. <laughs> so good. Uh, no, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, so with that whole songwriting thing, I remember uh, Julian Casablanca's, the lead singer of The Strokes. Yes. When they released their second album, and it would kind of the the, the feedback How was do you beat that first album. Yeah, the feedback was it's it's very much the same as the first album kind of thing, and then he was he was the only songwriter for the band. And then they released the album. He's like, "Oh, we need to take a break." And then every single member of the band, except one, released a solo album or a side project with all these songs. And he's there going, "What the fuck, guys? I've been bust my ass trying to write these songs. You've all been sitting on the like some of these could have been." And that's why he kind of had a hiatus for a while. And went, "No, I'm going to do my own stuff because you guys did your own stuff." Yeah, wow. Yeah. Even though the reason why that group was such a big hit was because of him. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, all right, I'm going to write the I thought it was a brother voids. and sister. Who, in the... No, that's the White Stripes. They lied. Thank you. They lied and said they were brother and sister. But oh, really? Yeah, but they're actually an ex-married couple. <laughs> well, they were married, they formed the band, and they separated. But still, hey, the Great band, marketing. The band's good. So they lied and said, oh, we're brother and sister. Yeah, and that lasted wow. all of about two weeks until people went, hang on. Hang on, wait, wait. Say two weeks. I just found out. No. <laughs> but then it was that thing of like, they're from Detroit. Everyone was like, they're not brothers. They're fucking, they were married. This is yeah, weird. Yeah. But Jack White, he's a weird cat. He is. He definitely is. If you're listening, Jack, I really like your songs, but you're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. <laughs> All right. Hey, speaking of weird cats, we have the biggest uh, single of the year. Re- not surprised. Coming up. This is the penultimate 
song on this album. This is a man called Billy Ray Cyrus and his absolute banger, Achy Breaky Heart. Huge. I can picture the film clip. Oh, the line dancing. The line dancing. I do you know, didn't know what line dancing was until this appeared. People, true country fans, yeah. were against line dancing. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. I thought they would have loved it, but no. Like, the true country fans, the people who are like, you know, your Dwight Yoakams, your Steve Earls, like going, this is, what's this bullshit? It's the Garth Brooks effect, kind of making it making it more pop than country. But also, it was a bit like, like um, if you think about all the big hits, which was simple dance, but like the nut push. Oh, let's just stop that. We don't... Actually, listen to it. It's pretty good. Just don't think Simple beat. It's just A and E if you're playing yeah. on guitar. There you go. But you're right with the with the dancing. So I didn't know this. Australia is the only country that does the dance for the nut push. <laughs> Come on, I'm not surprised. Which ruined the song, I think, because that is a really good song. Yeah, absolutely. But, totally now, right. but now when I listen to it, all I think about is school dancers yep. doing the nut push. Yep. So there's the nut push. There's the bus stop. Are yes, you ready to do yes, the bus yes, stop? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Macarena. That's the one I was thinking of. I, was, I went to the next. Yeah. Now with TikTok, we've got the, the weekend with blinding lights. Everyone does the, the TikTok oh, dance. That's right. If you want a big hit, this is, if any good musicians out there listening, just try and choreograph a dance to go with your song. You'll get a hit. Who cares if it's a novelty? And also, but you got to think about nowadays, people are finding songs through TikTok yeah. and Instagram reels and then putting on their playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I know I am, and I'm in my 40s, and I hate to know what bloody teens are doing. Well, I, I'm not on TikTok, but my kids watch YouTube shorts, which are just people put, putting their TikToks yeah, yeah. on there. And so they are like, hey, I, I want to listen to this band. I'm like, how do you know this song? And like, oh, yeah. it's on YouTube shorts. It's on It's on this. It's a, yeah, it's big on TikTok. I'm like, all right, cool. I know. I haven't entered TikTok yet, but I feel like I, I, it's hard not to. But then again... Am I too old? I reckon there should be a band. My older brother is on TikTok. Just watches it. He just says, he goes, gets home from work and just scrolls through TikTok. That's what he does. He, but what's the difference between TikTok and Instagram Reels? I think TikTok is a style on TikTok. Instagram, well, Instagram Reels has probably been influenced now by TikTok. Yeah, okay. I don't know. We're two 40-year-old men, guys. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Like, talk about Roxette. My, yeah, my, my Instagram reels are just comedians putting up bits. That's all mine is. I know, same. same. Or, oh, or basketball clips. But that and... You know what mine is? It's just kind of funny because it kind of relates. Mine's that and just shots of the Swedish landscape. Oh. Scandinavian countryside. I'm like, oh, I just really want to go there. Um, so this song, um, big backlash. Uh, people, it was... a big kind of joke but it was triple first single ever in australia to go triple platinum wow yeah i just remember hearing it everyone was singing it at school but also it was my first in like insight into country western america yeah. like the only the only other comparison i had was uh, uh texas walker ranger <laughs> that's all i had yeah that's it well he um this single was in the top 10 in America for 43 weeks. Holy moly. Almost the entire year. But that's, again, it's just a classic example of country, country music is so big in America. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And this pushed it. And it was uh, so, so big that our Weird Al Yankovic did a uh, parody of that's it. That's right. Which was Don't Play Achy Breaky Heart. It's all about how I'll, I'll put up with all these shit songs, but please, DJ, don't play yeah, 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 Achy yeah. Breaky Heart. Yeah. Um, 
the true country fans didn't like it. And this is a regular thing in any popular country. The country fans seem to be the most ardent. That that's not true country. They have a real thing about yeah, what yeah, true yeah. country is. Shania Twain went through this. If you watched um, this Netflix series called This Is Pop, they do a uh, Pop Goes Country. And Orville Peck hosts that episode. It's really good. And talks about like the Judds when they went. Talks about Garth Brooks, who was... Garth Brooks loved Kiss. And was like, I want to do a country show for people who would like a Kiss show. But then, and then, and then, but then Garth Brooks does that uh, when he... Garth Brooks in R&B, when Garth Brooks did uh, with, with Nelly. Oh, yeah. So he's... Garth, over and over again. Garth Brooks is a weird dude. Oh, mate. Like, it's amazing. You want to look at weird Instagram stories, look at his, like he he's dead behind the eyes. He's one of those guys who's been so famous for so, so long. So long. That there's, what, what else tickles your fancy? He doesn't, he doesn't know how to speak. It obviously has people around him just going, yes, yes, Garth. That's a great thing. Yes, Garth. Oh, man. Lil Nas X. Uh, we oh, had Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, great song. Which was in the country charts, and then they just took it out, even though it but was isn't still. That just that classic thing where it's like even diehard fans. But it's, you see it with bands where it's like you know, like you know, I'm the one who I got into Jay Z when he sang New York. Yeah. Right. I remember going to the concert, didn't know any of the words of the other song. Then he started singing, and that was the only time I stood up and started singing. Everyone sat down again. <laughs> see, this is the, so I don't think the artists mind how you get into them. Yeah, they don't care. No. But fans do. Yeah, the true fans are the ones who are also the most toxic about when did you get into it? It's the whole thing. Oh, you're a fan of that band? Name three of their albums. It's so funny because... Okay, so have you been a diehard fan of a particular band? Oh, so many. See, I haven't. Yeah. I had one. And mine's really weird. What's your one? Ben Harper. (laughs) (laughs) Like... That was it. That, like, that's the only one I went, oh my God, I, I need to meet Ben Harper. And I did meet him. An old flatmate of mine, um, she she was a big Ben Harper fan. Ta- Tazzy. Oh, Tazzy oh, would love Ben I can ben. imagine. E- every, every cover band does Burn One Down in Tazzy. Oh. Like, they love it. Do you, can I tell you this? So, I, I met him backstage. I went tickets. I went to see him at festival and then met him backstage. But I'd, I'd recorded one of his songs at, 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 uh, at a festival, right? And then had burnt it on a CD and I had a joint in my ear. So when I went up to Ben Harper, I said, hey, can you sign my CD? And he looked confused. I was like, yeah, cause I've just burnt some of your music. And I said, do you want to share a joint? And he goes, no. <laughs> well, my, my flatmate had a better time because she, when he played in Tassie, she went down and uh, got backstage. She's an attractive woman. Exactly. And uh, she came back and we're like, how was the concert? She goes, yeah, I had sex with one of Ben Harper's bandmates. Amazing. Was it the white drummer? <laughs> no. It was the big dude who did that. Yeah. Yes, the, 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 the big, big guy. Yeah. No, he was great. Yeah. Well. Because he had the, he had the, it was the first time I saw the box. She liked him. She so, liked yeah. Him. It was a. He <laughs> boxed. Uh, all right. We're moving on. Our final, our final song. Now, oh, this is. Horrible. This is an Australian band. Oh. They've been on before, but they're under a different name before. They're under the name Killing Time, which they had to change because there was another American band with that name. So they changed their name to Mantissa. This is their song, Mary, Mary, from their album, Mossy God. Is that double? Double kick drum. Double kick drum. Nice chorus on the guitar there. I feel like this should be a start to a, to a car chase in the country. <laughs> um, Starring Burt Reynolds. So I've never been into metal. No, same. Yeah. Like, so, I've never... 
Like Metallica's as metal as I get. Yeah, which is kind of like their early stuff is yeah. very metal. I pretended they, to be into Pantera, but I hated it. Yeah, but then when they release Load, it's like, oh, these are just kind of like big rock songs that yeah. are just yeah, not really that, that metal kind of stuff. Like, like Deftones and all that kind of stuff is, yeah. So I did, yeah. one of my old best mates in Holland was into this stuff. So I, yeah. And he'd sing in a band, and I'd watch him just yell. And I'm like, how is any of this enjoyable? Yeah, I, I grew up with, like, you'd go and see live music in Tassie. And be bands like this, not not as good as this. I'd, I'd say, as musicians, these guys are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not my style. Not my style. So Rusty from um, Your Mind, the drummer from Your Mind, is in this band. But like, how much of a about Adam Rosebud? He's into this kind of stuff. Yes. Like he loves this, and he'll go see like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it makes sense now. <laughs> I think metal metal fans are the most loyal of any music fans. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. I think they're still the only music, most music fans are now genre hopping all over the place. They're like, oh, I like hip-hop, I like indie, I like yeah, pop, yeah, I like yeah. whatever. Metal fans are like, no, I like metal. I like metal, that's what I like. That's yeah. And a few of them will like pop songs. I, a friend of mine who's into metal, he was telling me how good Avril Lavigne's album is because of the production values and the, all the... And I'm like, it just doesn't do anything for me. I'm sorry. I, I'm not listening to music to hear how crisp the fucking bass is. I'm listening because it makes me feel something and it make, or whatever. I, I don't really care about the... Techniques of oh my it, God. but I think this is this type of music. If you're into that kind of stuff, you can listen to that. Going, oh, that's amazing! What they're doing here and what they're doing there. It's almost like music, like maths. It's like we've worked out an equation, and look at how cool we can do this equation. Isn't that? Is it? But then uh, I was reading a book, and they talk about how hey ya is that. Oh yeah. That that is that that if if you were to put a song, to, there's a belter you put in the system. That's the song that comes out. Yeah, it's the greatest pop song ever. Yeah, I did a top five, where I said that was my number one pop song. It's I have to admit, it's one of my favorites. It's a great song. But also, I was managing a nightclub in Amsterdam. It was one of the greatest times of my life. I also, I I do I do find it very funny. They're still talking about Lucy Liu in that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and again, sing along song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like that. It, it, I know it's not a dance move, but shake your Polaroid. Yeah. Everyone's doing it on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. Single Ladies, another dance movie that everyone did. Amazing. That's the thing. That's the trick. So, we're now, that's that's the end. That's a, I would say that's a weird song to finish. That, that is album a weird on, one. But, but it's I almost like, where, it yeah, where are you going to put it? They're an Australian band. They're going to put it, like, we'll give them this. You can't jam it in the middle because it wrecks the playlist. Yeah. Even though Teen Queens is horrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is the question I ask everyone at the end of the show. How many percent hits do you give this? They say it's 100% hits. There's been nine songs. How many? Let's go through. Too Much Love Will Kill You. Hit? No. Nah. Start the Car. I'm going to say hit. White Man Can't Jump? Hit. Just Another Day? Oh, absolute hit. Teen Queens? No. The Day You Went Away? Hit. How Do You Do? No. Achey Breaky Heart? <laughs> oh, that's a hit. Mary Mary by Mantissa. No. So you've got five out of nine there. So we're, we're going about 52%, 53% hits. That, that, yeah. I like, to be honest, more than I expected. It's all right. It's all right for a compilation album. Totally, totally. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Uh, uh, head to my Instagram, uh, Ben Lomas Comic. Uh, and then, of course, I've got my podcast with Dora Tracing It, uh, Fitbit. And uh, yeah, see the socials, doing a whole bunch of shows. Come, come say hi. Excellent, excellent. Hey, thanks everyone who's been leaving good reviews on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That really helps the algorithm out. Let's go to number one again with this one. With number one in, number one in music, Ben. Yes, number one. Number one. Number one. All right, thanks everyone. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.